Good morning. <clears throat> Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. One step closer to the big day of feasting. So, hope everybody is <clears throat> ready and raring to go. <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of people are <clears throat> not feeling comfortable having family get together because this whole COVID ordeal. And it's it's, uh, it's sad uh, that uh, we can't feel comfortable to be with our own families. Then again, that might put down, you know, might eliminate uh, uh, the chances of uh, fussing and fighting during the holidays. <laughs> and right now, if you're you have family members with political differences, it might be best that you are uh, quarantining yourself so that you don't uh, we don't lose our tempers and say and do things we shouldn't. But uh, uh, sorry, but anyway, I. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the website here. Something popped up there. Every time I play any kind of music, uh, Facebook wants to uh, block it because they're just uh, nasty people. So anyway, <laughs> but I do hope everybody is bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and ready to start the day off. So let's go ahead and let's do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. So let's stand if you, have, if you are able and uh, have a hat on. Remove that and let us uh, do our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that. We get to say that beautiful pledge each and every day and the freedom to do so. Good morning, Miss Darlene Barker. So, um, yeah, we are, uh, uh, a lot of people are really upset right now with these stupid mandates and we don't know what to believe. We don't know whether it's uh, uh, mask work, mask don't work, uh, social distancing garbage. I mean, it's just it's getting old quick. But hopefully, this vaccine will be out soon, and uh, we can, uh, uh, you know, hopefully get back to some kind of normality. Uh, you know, let's let's hope, pray, because I tell you what, I'm sick of it. I really, I'm tired of this mask, tired of this all this stuff going on. It's sad. I can even go and enjoy Thanksgiving because of uh, this. So it just uh, is very kind of, it's a real bummer, dude. <laughs> so it is what it is. But let's go ahead and look at our Bible verse this morning of discussion. We're going to look at, um, go over here, First uh, Timothy 6, verse 12. So if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and uh, uh, open that up and take a look at it. Let's go ahead and read that here real quick. First Timothy chapter 12, verse 6. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. And as me, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, the title of um, this devotion this morning is Giving in Thanks. You know, it's a little play on words of thanksgiving, <laughs> giving and thanks. Of course, yesterday we discussed, uh, uh, our, our topic of discussion was giving thanks in all things in all situations, and that's not always uh, easy to do sometimes. But uh, but we need to be thankful and grateful for a giving God. So that's why I, I uh, came up with that uh, title, Thanks in Giving, because uh, we have a God who is very giving. And uh, when we look at that, first of all, uh, he gave his only son. Praise God for that. We'd be thankful uh, that he sent his only son to save us, uh, to show us the way. 
Uh, we um, he gives forgiveness of sins. You know, just to the fact that he gives us that, uh, that we can go through a day with freedom, uh, knowing uh, that uh, we are forgiven and that we are loved, and that despite our weaknesses and the problems that we uh, have as mortal, uh, sin-filled individuals, uh, knowing we have that kind of forgiveness uh, should bring uh, should bring great uh, uh, a, a feeling of gratitude. Uh, towards Jesus Christ for that forgiveness of sins. And not only to that, but he gives eternal life. Uh, you know, that's another thing that God gives. That's something we, we get to look for not only to the future, we have hope and rest in, in today, in the present. And uh, so, pray, you know, for those who are saved, that's what we get to look forward to. And that's why, you know, I always try to emphasize that it is only for those who are saved. Even when I do a funeral, I say for those who are saved, that's when you'll get to uh, we'll be reunited with those that we love uh, and have loved and our family members, we get to be with Jesus. You know, I've had to do a lot of funerals where, um, uh, and sadly I say a lot of funerals and I have, where I, they they tell me, because a lot of times a funeral home, a family don't have a pastor. They don't go to church anywhere and they're needing a pastor. And I go to a funeral and I say, are they saved? And it ain't nothing worse than when they say, uh, I don't know. And that, uh <sighs> Sorry about that. Uh, didn't sleep good last night. Uh, but when they say that they don't um, uh, don't know, that makes it hard because when they say yes, they were saved, and man, you know, you can really get in there and and uh, explain to people uh, how Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and life, and that if they accept Jesus Christ, they'll get to see that person again. But if they don't know, all thing I can do at that point is just preach salvation. And kind of more or less uh, sidestep the fact whether they were saved or not. You, know, you, you never know in the last final minutes of that person's life. Maybe they did accept Jesus before it was too late. So that's why I don't really uh, I try to emphasize the fact that if you're saved, then you will be in heaven. And uh, because, like I've said before, and it's it's uh, it's so sad. Uh, so many people think because they they believe that they are good, they're going to get into heaven. They never made the profession of faith, but they because they've thought that they were good, and I tried to explain that over and over. That's why I kind of uh, harp on that, if you will, uh, because I want people to understand it is it is through professing your sins, accepting Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, will you gain entrance into heaven, have eternal life with Jesus Christ. And that's, that's very important imperative uh, that uh, that we understand that. And we uh, and something else that God gives us is that sonship, and uh, you can find that in First John 3, 2, talking about sons of God uh, and the fact that uh, there are so many gifts, so many things that God gives us in that sonship of God. Uh, you know, when we understand uh, the love of Jesus Christ, we understand what God has given. Again, we can be grateful, we can be thankful, need to be grateful, need to be thankful. But to, to who much is given, much is expected. And likewise, we should mirror those attributes and things of Jesus Christ to those around us. We should be giving uh, of ourselves to those around us, demonstrating the things of Jesus Christ, being that witness, uh, demonstrating those good deeds, those good works, uh, because that's what faith produces. And, and as a result, we should want to give out of our heart uh, to those around us, whether it's witnessing, ministering, volunteering, whatever it is, 
uh, we should always be that reflection of Christ Jesus. We should be giving as well as we are thankful and praise God for what he has given us. We need to make sure that we're not uh, hiding that light under the bushel, if you will, and that we're shining it for all to see. And uh, even Paul, uh, even uh, John Bunyan uh, had, um, had made that uh, uh, reference uh, as, as, as regards to uh, the more you give, uh, the, the like an abundance uh, that will go out. Uh, and so that's one thing we have to do. In fact, let me try to think where I read that at. Uh, I can't remember where I read it. Now I was trying to go, I look it up real quick, but I can't remember where I read it now. I want to give it, instead of paraphrasing what he said, give it the full quote, but I'll pull with it another time. But the point is, we have a responsibility as Christians uh, to not put on airs, not to be something we're not but show the genuineness of our love to Jesus Christ to those around us. And that's why I've often told people, it doesn't matter if you have memorized the four spiritual laws. It doesn't matter if you've uh, studied you know, from a textbook how to minister a witness, which is fine and good. But most people want to see the sincerity of how Christ has touched you, how Christ has touched your heart and mind, and how he has made that difference in your life and as to why. And I, when you can express that, when people see that genuineness in your heart, in your eyes, and in your in your uh, your, your speech, uh, that I think is what really is how the Holy Spirit uses uh, that to plant that true seed. If you're just memorizing something, uh, you know it, it lacks that uh, that genuineness uh, that needs to be uh, heard uh, to whoever you're talking to. So here we have a giving God. All right, and that's why we need to be very grateful and be on our knees thanking God every day for all His wonderful blessings. You know, we can sit and, uh, like I said, I started my year today, you know, around Thanksgiving, that's when people really want to be thankful. But every day should be a, a day of thanks, uh, that we should be giving that thanks every day for what He has given us, what He is doing for us in past, present, and future, uh, that we're praising God, we're spending that time on our knees. Thanking God for the forgiveness of sins, sins intentional, unintentional, praising Him for protecting our families, for providing homes, for providing food, providing work, uh, the, the gifts that He's given us. Everybody has a gift of some sort, whether it's relating to other people or uh, you're good with art, uh, you're good with building things, you're good to just whatever it may be. You have a, a gift of some sort. Praise God for that. Utilize it. I'm a firm believer. If you don't use what God gives you, you'll lose it. And you need to make sure that you are utilizing the gifts that God has given you. Don't neglect that time. You know, God is a jealous God. Make sure that you're giving him the praise that is due him and that you are thanking him each and every day for everything he's done. If you, if you do nothing else but thank him for sending his only son to save us, we need to at least do that. But we see that we have such a giving God that gives us so much each and every day to endure, to persevere, his strength, his encouragement. Uh, you know, we have all these things that God has given us, the sonship of God. And so let's make sure that uh, we are praising God for those very many wonderful gifts that he's given us. And again, like I said, to, to whom much is given, much is expected. Are you, you know, that's one thing I believe that when people talk about uh, Judgment Day, and uh, they feel like, uh, you know, how are we going to be judged? Well, as Christians, obviously, our sins are forgiven. But we will be judged for those things we've done after we were saved. And then we'll enter into the gates of heaven. Uh, but uh, and we may be questioned as to why we did not do more to be a witness, 
do more to talk to others about Jesus Christ, to do more to invite somebody to church. That may be the very questions as to, uh, you know, as, uh, as to uh, as to our work here on this earth. I'll get here in a second. Uh, because, you know, we're not going to be denied entrance. Obviously, our name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We will be uh, entered into heaven. We're not going to be uh, set out, but we may, God may bring about uh, that judgment and ask us uh, at our lack of good works for him while we're on this earth. Now, again, for those who are unsaved, they will be judged for every single sin, everything they've done in the flesh, that will, and they will be cast into to hell. Uh, but we will enter into the gates of heaven. So remember that. You know, I want to make sure that's clear and imperative. But uh, you know, I think it goes back to uh, kind of what I was talking about a little bit Sunday evening, uh, is that we have these complacent, we have these apathetic Christians uh, who you know are really Christians in name only. They never read their Bibles. They never spend time in prayer. They never try to witness. They never invite anybody to church. They show up on Sunday morning, feel they've done God a favor. They feel good about themselves, and then the rest of the week, they never you can't separate them from those who are in the world. And that's not a good thing. That is a very bad thing. There's no room in God's kingdom for lukewarm Christians. We need to make sure we are on fire for God, we're excited for God, and that we are are, are doing our best in, to be in that continual state of growth spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and that we are out there and we're trying to win souls for Jesus Christ. And if somebody says, well, I'm shy, I just can't get out there, well, then you're self-centered. You're like, well, that's just nasty. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I don't... Uh, those who know me and my father both, we, we don't exactly sugarcoat things. It just sometimes you just got to be blunt because you are. You're being selfish. You're only being self-centered because you're worried what somebody else thinks about you and how you what you, how you what you say or think or do. And that's why a lot of people are shy because they're they're too obsessed with what others think about them. And you've got to get surpass that. Praise God that Jesus Christ wasn't shy, that he was able to stand up against the Sanhedrin and uh, the Philistines and uh, uh, or Pharisees, rather, not Philistines, Pharisees. <laughs> Pharisees and Sadducees. And, and uh, he stood up against them. He willingly went to the cross knowing the torture he would have to endure, knowing that he would uh, die on that cross and rise again on the third day. He understood that, knew that. Praise God, he was not shy and said, Well, I just don't think I can do that. They, they might get upset with me or, uh, you know, they might not like what I have to say and, and never done a thing. So, you know, he was bold for us. That's why we have to be as bold as lions and as and, uh, harmless as doves. Wise as serpents, you know, it, it, there's a, that's why Paul, Apostle Paul, really preached on that boldness of the gospel. We we have nothing to shy away from. If God is for us, who can be against us? What what can man do to me? We need to read that verse. So that we need to put away that selfishness. We need to have that boldness because God gives us that boldness and that strength when we need it. And uh, so that's why we don't need to be afraid. God will give us what we need when we need it. For it's not you who speaks, but it's the Father who speaks in you when we talk to those around us. So just depend upon him. Uh, pray for the, the Holy Spirit to move through you and work with you and, uh, and, and, and be that witness. All right, we, uh, as, as God has given us, we are responsibility to give to those around us. And that is that ability to minister and tell those around us about the love of Jesus. So are you doing your due diligence and being the type of Christian who's spending that time in the Word? It's not to put on guilt. It's not to say that you are less of a Christian. But if you are not spending that time in the Word and in prayer, how do you deal with the attacks of the devil if you are not armed, if you are not trained with your weapon to fight back? 
is imperative that you spend that time in the Word. You spend that time in prayer, that time in communication with God so that you can have your marching orders for the day, so that you can go out and be giving as you have been given and explain those things of Christ to those around you. So let us give thanks in giving. Let us praise God for what he has given us and let us take what we have been given and give to those around us. It is very apparent and very important. It's great that you give thanks, but remember you have a job and responsibility to give as just as much as you've been given. So I'll give you some little, hopefully some food for thought today. Let's have a word of prayer. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, to be more giving. Help us, Lord, to step outside of our comfort zones and to serve you well. And Lord, let us be a witness to all those around us, whether it's verbally uh, or just by our actions. Lord, let us always be a witness. Let us serve you well. Let us have a close, intimate relationship with you, Lord. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with our country and that you will touch hearts and minds that will come to know you before it's too late. Still pray, Lord, that uh, some miracle will transpire and that Trump will be reelected. And, Lord, I do pray for our brother in Christ, Ron Thompson and David Stinnett. I pray to be with Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, Troy Ginger Hood, David Linda Feathers, Murph, uh, Mr. Roger Winters. And, Lord, I pray to be with Larry and Donna Knight, Jane Kitchings, uh, Johnny Nora Wright, uh, Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with uh, so many uh, of the prayer requests uh, that I receive each and every day or seen on Facebook, you know, the hearts and minds and the needs of each and every person. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and protect us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Appreciate all y'all for watching this morning. And it's always a joy and a pleasure to uh, do these devotions each and every day. So if you uh, would like to share these devotions, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 here on social media. And if you, uh, if your friends and family don't do devo uh, don't do devotions, don't do <laughs> Facebook, they can watch live on our website at flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, be sure and uh, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, but I upload all of our sermons and all of these morning devotions so you can listen to that as you're going out and about your day. Well, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Appreciate y'all for watching, and God bless. Ah!